actually usually do the homily from that fifth lesson from John 1, but uh, tonight I'm going to read another passage, uh, and it's from Galatians chapter 4, um, as the Christmas Eve homily text. So here we go with that. Um, let's pray, then we'll read that scripture. <clears throat> Father, we pray that you would keep our hearts and minds fixed on the glory of your Son as we consider your word this evening together. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Galatians 4, verses 4 through 7. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. This is the word of the Lord. (laughs) Thanks be to God. Uh, So the birth of Jesus Christ uh, was unlike any other. We know that from lots of scriptures, the language of uh, that reading from Galatians indicates the uniqueness of his uh, being born of Mary. Uh, He wasn't just born, he was sent. He was sent into the world. Our conceptions and our births mark the beginning of our existence as God's creatures. He existed before he was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. God the Son is eternally begotten of the Father before all worlds, before even time itself. And his being is eternity. The Father and the Son in the love of the Holy Spirit, the triune God, is the reality before all things and behind and beneath and beyond all things. And at the right time, this all-surpassing reality, this God invaded our time and space. The Father sent forth his Son, uniquely begotten, uniquely born, Jesus the Beloved, Jesus the Spirit-anointed, Jesus, Lord at his birth. The Father sent Jesus for a purpose, to redeem us, so that we might receive adoption as sons, to give us, as John says in that fifth lesson, to give us the right to become the children of God. So Jesus came to set us free from slavery, to give us the gift of his own sonship. The slavery from which he frees us ultimately is the compulsion to spend our lives striving for something that we can never attain for ourselves. We can never earn the approval of our Heavenly Father. We can never attain the eternal and glorious Father-Son relationship. No matter how we labor and toil and seek to prove ourselves worthy, we need that relationship. We need the divine Father love more than anything. That is life for those who were created in God's image. We were created for sonship. To know God the Father, even as God the Son knows him. We've rejected the gift of that relationship in our sin, but it's so deeply ingrained in our nature. We need it. And life without it is no life. And now we're under this inescapable and futile compulsion to attain that love. We live in vain, trying with everything we have to attain a sense of that love, but sinners cannot attain it. And living to attain the unattainable is the essence of our slavery. The good news of Christmas is that even though you can never attain God's father love, you don't have to. 
You don't have to prove your worth to the Heavenly Father. You can let go of that toil and travail now and forever because your sonship does not depend on you. It depends entirely on the incarnation of the Son of God himself. The Father sent the Son to free us from our slavery, to make us sons contrary to what we've deserved. The eternally begotten Son became also a human to make an exchange, to redeem us for the sonship for which we were made. So Irenaeus said a long time ago, he said it very well, he said, He became what we are in order to enable us to become what he is. So the one whose eternal life as the beloved Son defines his reality before and behind and beneath and beyond all things, this one came to lift up the eyes of the downcast. The Lord Jesus lifts up our eyes and he says, look there, look at that place beyond your broken hopes, beyond imagining far above all the heavens. Look to the place of the eternal son at the father's side, that place in the love of the Holy Spirit, that place, that place is yours. I give it to you as a gift. The only good and faithful son, the truly beloved, the one who is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. He was born under the law especially under the condemnation of the law, to exchange his life for ours, to give his goodness for our evil, to give his glory for our shame, to give his reward for our penalty, to give his freedom for our slavery. In Jesus Christ, we have the fulfillment of our sonship. In him, we are adopted and given the full rights of the Son of God himself, In him we have the spirit of God's love so that we can know God the Father and we can cry out to him, Abba, Father. Even as God the Son knows God the Father. In him and in him alone can it be said, so you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. All that belongs to the true son also belongs to us through our adoption. If he inherits all things from God, then so do we. If he inherits God himself, then so do we. This is why the Father sent him into the world. In the incarnation, the Father's love comes first. The Father's love saves the world. The Father's love is given freely up front to redefine your life. Life is not a matter of your striving to attain the unattainable. Life isn't about doing whatever it takes to prove yourself, to get that love. That's not life. That's slavery and death. And you can leave off with it. The eternal life and glory of relating to the Father as the Son does in the Spirit. This life already belongs to you as a gift of God's free grace. This life is already yours by right as adopted children of God because of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.